Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Glad to have you on board today, sir. I'm trying to figure out if I'm on board. I don't know where I am yet. <laughs> it's early. It's early. Um, boy, you got to wonder what it must be like to be Tucker Carlson <laughs> these days. I mean, he's getting attacked by everybody. Everybody in the media, they're calling him everything from uh, traitor to... Uh, uh, treasonous. I mean, they just they're just throwing all these these terms out. Uh, but you know, they, there's a saying, and you've heard this, Bill. You, you you know you're over the target when you get the most flack, and that's exactly oh, yeah. what's happening right now to uh, to Tucker Carlson. He put out a, a video on Monday, the January sixth footage, and I mean, you have. Mitch McConnell and uh, you have uh, Chuck Schumer and all these people just decrying, just saying, oh, what a terrible thing, a terrible thing to our country to have him put this out. And, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, he put out security footage. He didn't send camera crews in to create the footage. He took the video from the security cameras, which, by the way, the other side, the, the left, has had for two years. They've had access to every single frame of footage from this video for two years, and now they're saying he shouldn't shouldn't have released it to the public. Well, it was a hit piece. They or they they turned it into a hit piece for a political agenda, and by putting out the real video and audio, unfettered, unedited, what he's done is he's he's taken their case and obliterated it. Yeah. And they're sitting there going, now people are seeing it unravel that these guys are liars and cheats. Yes. And they don't. Uh, now, look, it's still early enough that if they can figure out a way to silence Tucker. You know what? The thing, you know, the thing is, though, Bill, and I, I said this from the very beginning, it's been 26 months since the January 6th, uh, you know, insurrection. But you remember what it looked like that day. I mean, when they took a wide shot of the crowd, there were like a million people, maybe more, on the lawn of the Capitol. It was packed with people. Now, I kept thinking to myself, if they really had an insurrection that day with a million people on the front lawn, do you think it that they... It would have ended a lot different. Oh, my. That place would have burned to the ground. It would have been destroyed. A million people, they, they would have had to have called in the Army, the Navy, the Marines, if those people decided to actually riot and revolt. They didn't. Mm -hmm. They didn't. You know, there were a handful of troublemakers, and nobody talks about it except now for Tucker, that the real troublemakers were probably Antifa plants. People who were there before the crowd got there, who broke the windows, who tried to incite rioting and 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 fighting, and they were there, but they weren't right. part of the MAGA group. But the left wants you to think that everybody there was there to cause trouble, and they were there to protest peacefully. And when the left doesn't like what you have to say. They scold you like you're just a little silly kid. Yeah. And they and when they get really bad, silence. Yeah. Talk to the hand. That's it. If I don't want to hear the truth. You listen and do what I say. And and you know on the left. And this is the side 
the left, the Chuck Schumers and the uh, his cohorts in crime, and he has many of them on the left, they wanted to have this lady uh, decide whether he was speaking the truth or not. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's That's Nina Jankowitz. And she was going to be the information or the disinformation czar. And... Um, and that plug was pulled, thank goodness. But she came close for a while. They put it up there. They wanted to make her the dis... She, she was going to say whether or not you could actually do something like Tucker did on Monday. Did you hear what she was doing with her song, the disinformation song? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because she was putting it into a song to trivialize it and get it in your brain to where she could sit there and basically mind wash you it's not about it it's the it's the dream police you know the thought police and this is something that the biden administration has been doing since day one it's funny i had that here in my notes well let me let me while you're looking through your notes let me you made a very good point and i want people to listen to the same song again listen to her lyrics information laundering is really quite ferocious it's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh. Yep. I mean, she she was packaging up her her lie uh, in a song, in a, in a popular song. Super COVID, uh, you know, the lies about COVID, mm-hmm. the lies about the insurrection, the lies about uh, the the stealing of the election. And, you know, there's always been, I've been banned from YouTube several times for, oh, that's misleading information, misinformation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, disinformation. Well, you know, Biden set out from day one to uh, say, well, actually, it's uh, disfavored information. Mm -hmm. And she did say disfavored in that song, which is interesting. And that's what they want to do. They don't care about what it is that you're saying. What they're saying is, if it doesn't fit their agenda, then it's uh, it's, it's disfavored information, making it misinformation. And that also means that they want to eliminate it which was the agenda and still is the agenda, and also unapproved speech. So in other words, you can have a thought, and it can be a fact, but it's not approved by Joe Biden, by Nancy Pelosi, by Schumer, by Schiff, or anybody, or uh, what's his name, uh, the the uh, the crowd that uh, has all the money, Um you know, oh, uh, you, you're talking Schwab. about uh, well, there's Schwab yeah, and yeah. the other guy, yeah, Klaus yeah, Klo- Schwab, yeah. And yeah. if they don't approve it, yeah, you know, then uh, it's it's unapproved thoughts. And yeah, my well, God, the dream police, the thought police, they've got to take you and you know examine your head, well, because you don't know what you're thinking. Well, 
you have people on both sides, and people may say, well, wait a second, if if what you're saying is true, you would think that the people on the right uh, would would line up together and support uh, Tucker. You would have the Mitch McConnells standing with them, the Adam Kinzingers, who, uh, all these people who were, quote, Republican, would have stood with the conservative uh, talk show host who was producing these videos. But see, what we forget is Washington, D.C. isn't really set up that way. They'd like you to think that there's a left and there's a right and there's a hard boundary between the two and there's a, a total separation of ideas and beliefs and philosophy. The fact, of, yeah, the fact of the matter is it's bull. Okay, you have Mitch McConnell. They probably he probably has lunch uh, several times a week with Chuck Schumer. They're probably very close friends because they echo the same things and they have they have uh, the same objectives. They they want to they want to be successful personally. Now, Mitch McConnell, uh, he married uh, Elaine Chao. You know, she mm-hmm. was the uh, Secretary of Commerce, I believe. Uh, for right. a while, uh, her father is a billionaire Chinese shipping magnate who has, by the way, connections with the current Chinese administration. So all of a sudden, Mitch McConnell is an incredibly wealthy man. He, mind you, he still makes probably two hundred and fifty thousand a year salary as uh, uh, majority or the minority leader in the uh, Senate. But that being said, he's still a multi-multi-millionaire. And you have Mm -hmm. to ask yourself, where does his money come from? How did he get so successful? How do a lot of these people in Washington become phenomenally wealthy on their salaries? You know, the corruption is just obvious to anybody who opens their eyes, but yet nobody goes after these people. They are part of the deep state. You know, it's it's amazing. You know, they they do things that are atrocious. They get bounced sometimes by their constituents, like uh, Liz Cheney did. Mm-hmm. And you would think she would be done. She would be uh, disappeared into society. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. She was rewarded by the University of Virginia, given a professorship. Why? What does she have to offer? What can she bring to the table? She can bring a philosophy. And she can also be waiting in the bullpen. Think of the University of Virginia as the bullpen for people like Liz Cheney. She'll go there and she'll spend a couple of years. She'll hardly do any work. I mean, she will be a professor. They'll pay her a nice salary. She will not have to worry about an income. And then somewhere along the line, somebody will come along and they'll say, we're going to appoint Liz Cheney secretary of something or other. And suddenly, Mm -hmm. suddenly Liz Cheney, who will have done her penance in the bullpen, she will be uh, welcomed back into the, you know, the mainstream group in, in Washington. I mean, they, these are shameless people. These They're are still talking about trying to get her on on the ticket in 2024. Well, she was on the uh, straw poll at CPAC as far mm-hmm. as people, uh, and, and they had 
everybody listed. You know, Donald Trump just killed everybody. I mean, this he was like 60% of the votes, and then DeSantis was like 20%, and Liz Cheney was like 1% or half a percent. I mean, she yeah. was way down the list. You know, and leave it to uh, the Democrats to find, uh, you know, to find the positive or the negative in the positive. You know, where Trump is uh, ahead, 64%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're going, oh, well, that's not enough. I mean, 64%. That means <laughs> he's he's losing his touch. Yeah, right. 64 Well, you know what, though? They may be right because uh, if you win an election the the fair way, mm-hmm. uh, 64%, that'll do the trick. But if the new way that they do the math and do the counting, <laughs> well, 64%'s nothing. Because they'll look at that and go, all right, here's how many votes we need. Let's find them. Let's print them. Let's make it happen. And, you know, they do these polls with, like, 50 people in the running. Seriously. If you looked at the list uh, at CPAC, uh, there was, like, 25 people, possible candidates. They put possible candidates on the list. So what does that do? That dilutes the the percentage of people in the for example if he got 64% of the vote with 25 people on the on the list how many votes would he get if it was just 3 people on the list he might have like 75% 70, or 90% exactly they don't want that so they want to dilute it put everybody out there put your brother out there i mean uh, make it look like and even with that he's really got an overwhelming lead right now the thing about Some Trump, guy that nobody knows running that's not running, he's on the poll. Exactly, so. you know the the doorman at the at the Ritz down the street, he's on the list. Um, but you know the, the thing is, they're shameless. They they figure mm-hmm. they can say something, they can lie and be as angry as possible about something, and they believe that the majority of the people are dumb enough to believe it. And I think they're misjudging the people right now, big time. I think people are starting to wake up finally. The I, only thing is, I think they misjudged the people before, and uh, but or or have they? Because maybe they know exactly where the people are, and they just know how how far they have to take the lie to win. You know, the big lie is not um, is is not that uh, Trump lost. The mm-hmm. big lie is that they legitimately won the election. Because they didn't. See. And the evidence is there they did. Now, folks, mind you, what Bill just said, I totally agree with. I think he's 100% right. But just saying what he just said. That's misinformation. Or The um, the people at uh, some social sites, we won't say the sites, would yank this program. Oh. Disfavored information, yeah. Yeah. Just for now, this is casual conversation. It's Bill's opinion that I happen to agree with, and because we talked about it in an honest and open society, it would be something which would be encouraged. Mm-hmm. But we're not living in an honest and open society right now. I mean, when suddenly a guy comes along who's a multi-billionaire and he buys a corrupt social site and he starts to clean it up. And suddenly it makes all the news and people are applauding it. You know something's wrong with society. It should be it should be commonplace that these sites are honest and open and free. It should be something which is expected. But the exception now 
in this society is the guy who comes along and cleans up the site. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. he's the exception to the rule. and um, He's being attacked right now. And, you know, thank goodness he's got enough money where he could he could give a damn. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. They're going to go after the money, though. They, 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 they've done it with Trump. They'll go Anybody. As a matter of fact, the fact that you got money, they don't care because, see, the money they spend is not theirs. Ironically, it's yours and my money. And I don't know about you. I didn't get a letter. I didn't get a phone call asking me if it's okay if they pursue their agenda with mm-hmm. my money because they sure as hell didn't. And I didn't elect these bastards. So excuse my French. Um, so it's, listen, they don't care about a lot of things that w- they have. Have they called you and said, excuse me, uh, uh, Mr. Knight, uh, we're going to send $120 billion of uh, taxpayer money, part of which is, believe it or not, yours. And we're going to send it to strangers in the Ukraine to fight a war that we have no business being involved in. And in the meantime, by the way, we're not going to send any of your money to the border to, to finish the wall or to complete the the security down there. No, no, that's not important to us. They haven't asked you that. If right. these, if no, they, 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 they should. You know, they won't. if they took a poll right now in this country, a real honest poll and said, do you think we should be fighting in the war in, in the Ukraine? Should we be marching up to a nuclear war possibly with Russia? I'll bet you the, the it would be overwhelming against it. Get our money, get our people, and get out of there. Now, listen. Everybody believes there's going to be a war. When, we don't know. But if everybody believes it, you know what? It's, it's coming soon. You know, uh, it's sad. It, it really and truly is sad that we have uh, uh, a society right now where uh, it's being run by a select few corrupt people. You know, getting back to Tucker, Mitch McConnell. Right. He, Mitch McConnell was uh, asked about his belief about uh, what Tucker did. and Mitch McConnell is the minority leader of the Senate. He actually should be in favor of the release of the footage. But listen to what he said. The release of this footage. Was it a mistake by Speaker McCarthy to give access to Tucker Carlson of this security footage? My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. know I have many faults, but one of them is not answering the question in a way that I don't want to answer it. I've given you the answer. Uh, 
it kind of means that he really meant exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah. He is uh, he's a weasel. Truly, you know, his last election, he almost lost in Kentucky. And it was yeah. and he begged Trump for his endorsement. And Trump gave him his endorsement because Trump is a nice man. And he thought that uh, McConnell would do a better job. And as soon as McConnell got elected, he sharpened his friggin' knives. And in every chance he's had to stab Trump in the back, he's taken the opportunity. He is a he's a duplicitous, two-faced liar. He's a scorpion. Yes, he is. He truly yeah. is. Uh, you know the fable of the the frog and the scorpion. I think everyone's heard it. So, well, why don't you tell us the fable again, just in well, case? Well, the fable have. is, yeah, there's 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 a scorpion and a frog that need to get across the road, and mm-hmm. and the scorpion turns to the frog, "Can you help me get across the road?" No, I'm not going to do that, because as soon as I get you across, you're going to turn around, sting me, and kill me. No, 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 no. If you help me out, I'll you know, I'll hold true to you. And I guess the frog bit the. Keep this story short said, okay, I'll do it. And he walks that scorpion across the road. Scorpion turned around, stung him. He goes, why the hell did you do that? He goes, you knew all along I was a scorpion. Yes. <laughs> that's true. That was you the, know, and you knew that, all along I was a Democrat. Like you that. knew all along I was a politician. You don't help these guys. De- you know, and he talks about, uh, you know, the depiction. It's like of, that Al... Uh, Al Wilson song that uh, Donald snake. Trump, the snake, yeah. You knew and I was what, a snake. <laughs> and you know, they made fun of Trump for that, but Trump knew exactly what it was. Unfortunately, Trump, uh, I, I guess he's taken his anti-snake venom because he's been bitten by a lot of snakes. But how do you walk through a snake pit mm-hmm. and not get bit? He says right now openly in his speeches that it will be a different administration, the new administration, because... He knows who the bad guys are now. He didn't well, know them before. Deal. You know, if he gets in, it's one term, whether it's, you know, two, three, four, or an amended six-year term. The simple fact is fact is, he'll get in, and it's right. one term. Right. He doesn't have to kiss anybody's ass. Right. And and I, I got a feeling he's not going to. Kareem so Jean-Pierre the- Jean was asked about the Tucker Tape. Oh, and, yeah, and, I remember that. Yes, this this uh, Mensa uh, graduate, uh, she uh, she she always seems to stick her foot in her mouth, and she did it again. Listen. Last night, Tucker Carlson cherry-picked a video surveillance from the January 6th insurrection, severely downplaying the events of that day. Uh, he said the mob was orderly and meek and that they were tourists instead of insurrectionists. What's your response to Carlson and to Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who granted him access to that video? Um, anybody who watched that video would strongly degree, disagree. Anybody who watched that video uh, in a with their own eyes in a real way and saw what happened on that day would would disagree with what was just stated. Um, the president has been very clear. January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. And we should be focused on making sure that never happens again. And so we are certainly, uh, we 
agree. I know um, uh, Minority Leader and uh, uh, and uh, Senator Schumer have already said this and would hope that keeping the Capitol and Congress safe and secure remains uh, Congressional Leader's number one goal, and that should be our focus, and that should be what should be considered here. Um, and uh, again, it was one of the darkest days of our democracy, and all you have to do is watch those videos and see how horrific it was, see how sad it was, see an attack on the Capitol, which should not be happening in 2020. And uh, we got to get down to the bottom of what happened. Again, it was an attack on our democracy. These people embarrass themselves. The worst attack since the Civil War. That means forget Pearl Harbor. Come on, that was nothing. I mean, nothing compared to January 6th. How about uh, 9-11? Those, that, those buildings, the, the, the airplanes hitting the Pentagon, uh, Somerset crashing into... Oh, that was nothing compared to January 6th. Uh, that's what she just said, and that's what they're yeah, trying now, to sell. Yeah, but she's also, she wasn't clear on one thing. Uh, anybody that watched the video, okay, Corrine? What video? Let's yeah. clear this up. The one that was doctored that we saw on the January 6th committee or yeah. the unfettered truth, undoctored? Yeah. Which one, Kareem? Make a decision. You know, make a choice. Bill, what you're saying is is so very true. What she said, she, you. We talked about this yesterday. They added audio to the footage to make it exactly. sound like a, a riot uh, on the January 6th committee airing of the same footage. I mean, the same video footage was aired on January 6th, but they had a ABC producer, a documentary producer, add audio. To make it sound like there was a riot inside the Capitol, there wasn't. If you listen to the real audio, it was almost like being in a church. Yeah, there were people who broke in some windows in, in certain areas of the Capitol building. But those people, in my humble opinion, those people weren't the real MAGA crowd that came over from the, the rally. Those are the people who were here first who had MAGA hats on, they they blended in beautifully, but they were Antifa. They were anarchists. They were there to create a different narrative, and they did for a certain number of people. And I submit that people like the left knew they'd be there because why else? They were invited. Why else would you turn down 20,000 National Guard people? Nancy Pelosi said, I... I I don't like the image uh, of having, uh, how did she put it, like stormtroopers guarding the Capitol. I mean, if you really wanted to protect the Capitol, you would say, yeah, put those 20,000 National Guard around the Capitol. It's a good idea. There's going to be a lot of people here. We want to show, we want to show uh, security. We want to protect our leaders in Congress, and we want to protect our buildings. So, yeah, put those 20,000. They can come. They can rally. They can scream all they want, but they just can't go near the building. But she didn't do that. Nancy Pelosi did not do that. Did you hear anybody on that list of complainers talk about Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all those people who were so involved? Oh, no, they're saints. They're saints. And you know what? Me, personally, didn't matter what side of the fence I fell on. I was said, yeah, you get those troops in here. Yeah, I don't care that they got boots on and they got vest on and they got they're they're ready for combat. They're here to protect democracy and the real democracy, not this 
not this pie in the sky thing that changes all the time that the Democrats are trying to sell because they are not selling democracy. They are not selling anything that's, you know, truly American. They're selling socialism and communism and they want to control your thoughts. They want everything that you, that is your being, they want control of. Think about what they're, they're asking for. They're asking for censorship. I mean, you get Chuck Schumer. I'm not going to play him because he just irritates me too much. Chuck Schumer has been a liar and he's been so anti, anti-American, in my opinion, for almost his entire career. The, he stands there like, the, uh, like a virtuous patriot and most everything he says is a lie. He was the guy, if you'll remember, who got up in front of the crowd uh, at the uh, Supreme Court and screamed at Justice Gorsuch and uh, Justice Kavanaugh, and he told them he essentially threatened that their day was coming, and he made it sound like uh, it was a uh, going to be a violent day. You know, he threatened yeah. essentially Supreme Court justices on the front steps of the Supreme Court, and he he got nothing for it. He got he didn't yeah, even that's get a, a slap. terroristic act, isn't it? I I think it is. If I could find right. if I could find the cut, I'd play it for you in case you forgot. But I can't find the cut, so we'll just have to. You'll just have to take my word for it. But he did say that, and yeah. uh, so we're being told now that because the truth is out there. You know, they, they forget. This is footage. You're looking at this footage with your own eyes. I mean, they're showing security camera footage. There's no panning to the left or tilt down or get a shot of this guy. This, it's cold, raw, unsophisticated security footage that he's showing. But he's showing it without putting any enhanced audio in it and things like that. He's showing, for example, at, at the January 6th committee, hearing. Mm -hmm. They showed a clip of footage where, and everybody in the room got a laugh out of this, okay? They showed uh, Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri. They showed him scamper by himself across the hall like he was running from something, like he was afraid. And everybody, and and somebody in the panel, in the January 6th panel, made a comment about it. They kind of, and everybody in the room laughed like, look at Josh Hawley's afraid, the coward, you know. But Tucker Carlson the other night aired the entire piece of footage. He aired the entire footage, which showed before you, before you see Hawley run across the room, you see a large number of senators being waved across the hallway, the same hallway, the same position. What really happened was the last guy to leave the room to go across the hall where they were supposed to go. The last guy was Holly. The last mm-hmm. guy out of the room was Holly. Everybody else had already scampered, but they edited all that out. They edited the part that showed a large number of senators being ushered across the hall. So if anybody lied to the American people with their video from January 6th, it wasn't Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson should get an Emmy for this. He should get a Pulitzer Prize for this. These people, no, he will not get it. No, no, know, no, he's going to be lucky to keep his job because yeah. they're going after Fox in ways that uh, you would have. Now you know they're going after everybody's email. Now emails have become a big thing over the years. How many times have you sent an email to somebody and you considered it private? 
and personal. All the time. But yet, all the time. But no. Apparently, it's public domain, anything that you've sent over the Internet, because the laws are different on the Internet. You should remember that in your correspondence. Even with a little disclaimer that, you know, this is legally protected, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean squat. If somebody wants that, right? you know, that, that, why do you think so many thieves get away with identity thefts? Because there's nothing out there that really protects your rights and your emails. Along those lines, how many times do you get, when you go to a new website or something like that, you'll get a legal disclaimer that you have to agree to? And, and the print is always minuscule. You have a hard time reading it if you're my age. And it's several pages long, and they know, they know when they put it together, you're not going to read it. But if something happens down the road and they want to go back to that agreement, they'll magnify a section, and all of a sudden that little, that little line... And they'll make, they'll make fun of you. Well, yeah. Mr. Harrington, did you not read this? No, I didn't. It was too well, small. You, you, you didn't al- read it. Do you always sign things that you don't read? Do you always yeah. agree to things that you don't read, Mr. Harrington? Yeah, I know. And then, yeah, and when you throw it back at the attorney, do you read everything? Yes, I do. You know, I yeah. would one time like to have something that I know that they didn't read that I yeah. could pull out and say, hey, look here, dip. You know, here's something. Is that your signature? And you're in collections right now. You, but you did. You, you read yeah. all of this, right? Yeah. You know, because, you know, what's good for thee is not good for me. And that's. You know, what they should do, Bill, they should be. There should be a law that says you cannot put a legal disclaimer out like that. They should have a limit to the number of paragraphs, they should have a limit to the. The font size, and and you know what I'm saying? It should be easily understood by the common man. It's called the Z-Law. It's the Z-Law. It shows up in print. It shows up on television. It shows up on radio. You sit there and you see all these people, these two lovers kissing, man kissing man, woman kissing woman, and they said, take this and you can have an active, enjoyable sex life. And then after they do all this, you know, happy, happy stuff, then at the end comes about they take a voice yeah. and they speed it up. So there may control may cause uncontrollable man kid, he said man, brain seizure, cancer. Man, Your you eyes said, may pop out. You know, you see, it's man kissing man, woman kissing woman. It's, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, it's funny you should well, say no, it's funny you should say that because that's basically how it is in, in TV commercials yeah. nowadays. Every couple that's in love on the TV commercials are same sex. I mean, it's just the way they. Yeah, they're they're pushing a narrative. Yes, uh, they, and it's not true uh, that they push. I don't care about the the gender thing. I don't care what you identify as or or as anything, but don't try to sell me that that's the norm. And you know what? While I say this, Mm -hmm. um, I I I think that Hollywood has really got a high opinion of himself. Now I will ask you point blank, you know whether it's heterosexual sex or gay sex what does the the what does the scene of a couple in bed no matter what you know mm-hmm. what gender they are kissing and talking about their future and everything have to do with a murder mystery it doesn't unless that scene leads to somebody breaking in and you know killing somebody or doing something nefarious 
that scene is irrelevant fluff that's all there for no. That means that somebody that wrote that that script didn't know how to fill three minutes of time on a screen because he's stupid or well, she's you know, stupid. You know, the, the, uh, along those lines, you know the girl who does the AT&T commercials, the spokesperson for the AT&T? She's Russian or Ukrainian yeah, or something she, like that. Yeah, she is, and she's pretty, pretty, pretty lady, and she does a nice job uh, when she's the spokesperson. But like so many people in Hollywood, uh, they f- always feel when they get fame and fortune. They're obligated to do it, yeah. They're obligated to speak their mind, to step out of bounds, and they think they have more influence on society the actress's name is Milana Vantrub. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. She's a good little actress. I mean, she plays the character Lily, mm-hmm. and she does a terrific job. You'd invite her into your house, which is what AT&T, I'm sure, figured when they hired her. But she's been doing it for a few years. And by the way, people who do these spokesman things for big companies, she's probably made a few million dollars. The, the lady who does uh, flow on the progressive commercial, she's a millionaire now from being flow. You wonder why she keeps getting in that white uh, uniform every every few weeks and doing new commercials? It's because they pay her a lot of money. You understand something. Her agent says to the people, look at she's being stereotyped as your character now. She's going to ruin the rest of her career uh, in Hollywood because every time somebody sees her in a film or a TV show, they're going to say, oh, look at this flow. Eventually she won't get jobs, so you got to pay her up front right now the big bucks. This is her opportunity, and they do. So anyway, Milana said this yesterday, uh, or the day before yesterday, on TikTok. Oh, um, wait, sorry. Before you unfollow me, I um, just really want you to know that I also believe Black Lives Matter and that money should be allocated from the police into communities. And uh, climate change is real. Uh, Universal health care is the answer. Um, I believe in removing money from politics. I have had an abortion um, and I support every birthing person's right to have one. Um, And Oh, refugees are welcome here. I've been working for about the past eight years to make sure that refugees feel safer and have more of what they need in the world. Um, Also, I believe people are inherently good inside. And And that's it. That's the Uh, the video. That was not uh, spoken from the heart. Sad, actually. uh, I believe in... um, I, I believe in the left government. Uh, I believe in abortions. Yeah, yeah, that one. I, yeah, I do. Uh, she was reading off a checklist. Oh, yeah. It was not one. You know, now, that makes me wonder if that TikTok video was actually because uh, that's also a very AT&T agenda. Yeah. You know, and if they didn't come back and say, all right, um, well, well, if you work for us. Uh, here's another uh, half million bucks. Uh, go ahead and do this, and uh, let's put it up on TikTok. But you've got to sell it that this is you because we own you. Well, I mean, and that could be. That could be. Um, I I didn't hear. And now I'm not saying she doesn't. Believe I have that. to. I have to tell you, if you look at the video of her, she did it obviously in her own apartment or home or whatever. She looks like she's been crying. If you look at the video of her, she looks sad. 
And when she's saying this whole list, some it's almost like what you're saying is true, that she's being coerced in some way to say what she said. Now, maybe that's just reading too much into it. Maybe she is all of these things. Even if she were all of these things, why would well, you why would you open yourself up like that for no reason? Why would you completely destroy your image? You don't see other people. You know, you didn't know the the histories behind the great movie stars uh, in the past because they kept it private for a reason. They wanted you to believe a certain narrative and that was it. Here's what I I'm John Wayne, I'm a I'm an American and I'm a cowboy. That's all you have to know. And I'm a good actor. You know, that's all you have to know. But she had to throw her whole personal, you know, resume on the table. I'm starting to wonder if she didn't have a handler. And the way that she came to to the United States was she was trafficked to the United States. And, uh, I mean, she's a pretty girl. Uh, She... Uh, everyone said, oh, Lily, I kind of like Lily. It was a nice yeah. little sassy girl that, that Cute, really... perky, you're absolutely correct. And, and you know, I'm sitting there going, but to me, I'm sitting there going, if I were watching her on a witness stand doing this, right? I'd be sitting there going, that was rehearsed. Yeah. And that was, she was going off a checklist that was not sincere, now it could be that she she was handled and she was being forced to do that. You want to stay in the United States? You do this. You and I have been in the broadcasting business for too long, a long, long time, and I know that in the past, that if somebody who is a spokesperson for a major corporation like AT and T were to do what they, she just did. Uh, they would lose their job as a spokesperson, almost like that, because mm-hmm. AT and T spent millions of dollars to make you, to create an image about you and about their company. You're Lily. They don't want to know about you, Milana. They don't. They don't want to know about your personal beliefs about abortion and all of these other rights. They may be yours. They may be truthful. But if we're going to pay you a million dollars a commercial. We expect a certain, a certain performance on and off camera. Do you know? Yeah. No, you, know, you could reverse that and say she really does believe in this, and she decided to come out and just say that. By the way, and throw her career on the line. I don't buy that. Uh, I don't buy any. I, you know. Uh, well, what do you think? Somewhere AT, in there. What do you think AT and T would have done twenty five years ago if one of his spokespeople came out and did that? You know what? They would have just said, hey, it's been nice. Uh, here's your final check. Yep. Don't let that door hit you where the sun don't shine. Yep. And if you say anything about this, by the way, there's there's a little bit of extra money there, which is a gag order. You talk. We come back. Take that money away. Remember Marilyn so, Chambers? Shut up. 50, yeah. 40 years ago, 50 years ago, there was a an actress, porn actress, Marilyn Chambers. Marilyn yeah. Chambers uh, did... Uh, soap commercials. I forgot which company, a major soap company. She was doing a detergent commercial nationally. She was very recognizable for a while. And all of a sudden the company found out that she was, she was, uh, doing side work in porn movie and they pulled her, they pulled the rug out from under her like that. She was done. She was finished. 
and because they didn't want to associate themselves with that environment. Now, AT&T, they're going to be having some meetings today in the boardroom. I guarantee you, if, if, if AT&T is legit, if they are, uh, was it trying to, like you say, they may have pressured her into doing this. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, they're very happy. But if... Maybe, maybe not, because it wasn't a good performance from what I heard. Oh, she, Bill, if you see the video, it looks like she cried before she did the video. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it's sad. I look at her and I, I saw a young woman who shouldn't be doing this. She shouldn't be bearing her soul, no matter what she's done with her life and what her beliefs are. This is something which is going to cause her turmoil. And uh, it's gonna, it's, there's going to be a lot of people saying terrible things about her. She's still just a young lady. And even if she believes all that she believes, you know, she's one of God's creatures. And, you know, she will be hammered by some people, I guarantee you. Yeah, we don't know her. We don't know the situation. But, you know, looking at it, it could be an entirely different situation where she's going, I want out of this deal. I don't want to be Lily anymore. I want to be me. I want to do this. And she's willing to say all that, to sacrifice her career. And she knows that she's taking a big leap. And the only other leap that she can do is a permanent leap. So, you know, I don't know. That that might be a story to watch. And it may not be a good one with a, a happy ending. Well, uh, anyway, I thought you'd be interested in, in hearing that. Uh, I guess if it tells you anything that celebrities are never what you think they are, ever. No. I mean, I, I know it personally because I've met some in my career along the way, and you find out that really? Yeah, I have. I mean, I met you. Oh. I met you. <laughs> there's well, one. I'm not a celebrity. There's one. Uh, but, I mean, I met, I met uh, some uh, actors and actors. I mean, I used to take the, I'm not going to name drop. I'm not going to do that. It's not fair. Anyway, so Corrine Jean-Pierre, she says that the, the thing that Tucker did was the, it was the worst thing since the Civil War. Oh, my God. Ken Burns, the, uh, the director, the leftist director who has mm -hmm. made most of his career uh, by producing documentaries for the public broadcasting system, which means that he's being paid with your tax funds to make most of his work. Uh, and he, he, Ken Burns has been a leftist since since there were leftists. Okay, I mean, I think he was born a leftist. Uh, he is. Uh, he did a, a pretty interesting uh, documentary on uh, the Civil War back in 1990 or 91, and uh, he also did something called baseball, and he did something called jazz, and uh, they were all well-received. He's a pretty good documentarian. You would think that, if anything, he would have applauded Tucker for presenting video honestly, which is what he did. But listen to what he says on CNN. DeSantis and others are doing limit our ability to understand who we are and are not inclusive. They're exclusive. They're, they're narrowing the focus of what is and isn't American history. It's terrifying. It feels like a Soviet system or you know the way the nazis would build a potemkin village tucker carlson's doing the same thing with the footage from uh one six it's just uh, a a kind of rewriting of history at the most dangerous level it's 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 huge threat to our republic i'm doing don it's the rewriting of history at its most dangerous what level. history is being uh, rewritten it was being rewritten by them no these guys are amazing they hang around they go to their own little parties together all of these leftists and they all talk to each other the same way 
they think that the world is like their little microcosm. You know, they they're all they're all so passionately interested in the environment, and they're so as long as you're doing it, not them. I mean, they'll go around in their private jets, by the way, but they want you to stop using your cars. And maybe that if you have a big truck, does that use a lot more gas than a little regular car? I mean, maybe you should stop using the truck. But in the meantime, I'm going to get on my Gulfstream jet and fly out to Hollywood to see my friends. Maybe fly to to Davos uh, to to meet with uh, the WEF and uh, Klaus Schwab. Uh, they are such hypocrites in so many ways, yet they have the audacity to stand up there and talk about the, the what I think is uh, the honest revelations we got from the video from Tucker Carlson, you know? Um, yeah. It's amazing, Bill. I could go on and on and on. but Yes, you could, but you know what? We'll go on and on and on. There will be more video released until the Democrats figure out how to stifle it because they yeah. want to stop this right away because it's still early enough for them to stop it and sell their, their diatribe of crap. But uh, I there is there is one other piece of audio that we can play. It, you have it. to listen very carefully to this because it was done in the hall uh, at the Capitol. This is Kevin McCarthy. He was asked by a very rabid press corps. <laughs> they were out there. They, wanted, right. they wanted a piece of audio from Kevin. They wanted to hear Kevin McCarthy say, boy, I made a mistake giving Tucker that video. I'm so sorry. They wanted him to grovel and fall to his knees, begging their forgiveness, but they didn't get that. No, no, no. They got a very happy, smug, uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy has actually shown himself to be much uh, much stronger than I thought he would be. I'm actually more pleased with his performance so far than I thought I would be at this uh, point, at this juncture. Listen to what he said. Because of the footage that you gave Tucker Carlson last night, he went on, so this is a mostly peaceful chaos, as he said. He downplayed Brian Sicknick's death, said it was not related to January 6th, said this was not an insurrection. Do you regret giving him this footage so he could whitewash the events of that day? No. Um, I, I said at the very beginning, transparency. And so what I wanted to produce for everybody is exactly what I said, that people could actually look at it and see what's gone on that day. So. But why for, but why for Mr. Speaker? But I, what I just want to make sure is I had transparency. Do you believe because I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were. This was a secret location, Fort McLaren. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from a point of view of security if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. I had a real concern also when I wanted to make sure transparency looked. Um, the officer's death is tragic, and uh, any time an officer is passed uh, in this situation, uh, I want to make sure they're protected. I want to make sure the transparency is, goes forward. Speaker McCarthy, Speaker McCarthy. Speaker McCarthy, was this in any way part of the deal that you made to no. win the speakership no. to specifically give the content to No, the answer, the answer is no. And if, uh, if you follow, I'm not sure if you were there the times before, I got asked the question uh, in a press. Process. I've watched on January 6th committee how it was only politically driven. Now on the January 6th committee, you couldn't, the minority side wasn't allowed to put people on. Um, and 
I just thought it was fair if someone asked me a question. Just transparency. So what I tried to do is be able to release the information, which we'll do to everybody. I worked with the Capitol Police. I asked them for any clips on the way that they had concern with the security level. Only one of the clips did, and we were able to change that. An interesting thing the Capitol Police told us when we went through this is that January 6th never asked them about that. The security. So that's why they showed, unfortunately, President, uh, Vice President Pence when he was uh, being escorted out. They used my office on the escort where he went out. They never asked the Capitol Police if that's showing security clearance that they shouldn't, which they didn't. They didn't ask me as well. Anyway, that was interesting. He was defending what he did. And I thought the most interesting thing, and you may have had a hard time hearing it, mm-hmm. but I want to read to you the uh, transcript of what he said. He, uh, he was being asked by somebody from CNN about something. Right, no, he says, I, I heard that. Yeah, he says, I know when CNN, uh, where you guys actually broke where we were, this was a secret location. Uh, I don't know if we can use that location again for security. Right. He, he was saying if anybody gave anything away, it wasn't Fox and Tucker. It was CNN. And, yep. and nobody's talking about that. The other thing I noticed is that the questions they're asking, they're not refuting anything that Tucker showed because you can't because it was unedited. It was raw footage. Right. You know, they're asking, why would you do this? Because it's the truth. That's the real question and answer. Why? Why did Tucker do it? Because it shows the truth. Well, uh, I just looked at the old clock in the wall. We're running out of time. I want to read you something, Bill, which All I thought right. was interesting. U.S. Army officials are um, in the process of ramping up production to overcome challenges associated with replenishing domestic stockpiles of munitions uh, that were either sold to Ukraine or would be needed for a potential fight in the Indo-Pacific, or according to Assistant Secretary of the Army Douglas Bush. Uh, The Army is, quote, now in execution mode, end quote, ramping up production to refill quickly draining stockpiles. That's Mm -hmm. not quickly draining auxiliary excess stockpiles. They're draining all of the stuff, meaning if we had to go to war right now, we We may not have enough stuff. Right. And the Ukraine is using, now you got to realize, and Russia uses it too, uh, for us, it's going back to World War II. You know, with the old gunneries, you have the guns, you know, that uh, you back up on mm-hmm. a truck and you unhitch it. And then, you know, a guy goes, somebody calls it in and they set the elevation and all of that. And then right. you fire. And But there's still good guns. Well, the Ukraine is using a lot of them. Russia uses them. Now, we don't supply the munitions to Russia, but... They've depleted all of our gunnery, utility, and they're going through what we've given them to where they make those shells here in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. over in Scranton. And what they use in not even a day is the capacity of what that plant can put out in a month. So there's a problem, and I see a big nightmare coming because Anytime you work with things that go boom, yeah, I know, and you try to ramp up production, there's always an accident. Ooh, yeah, you know, it's like a train going off the track. Yeah, you know, Bill, 
what's amazing, we hear about the 120 million we've, we've sent to the Ukraine. Right. But what they're not talking about is all of the billions of dollars we're going to have to spend replenishing our stockpile for us. That's another expense that we have to come up with, you know? Well, you know, I go back to the uh, the economy is not how you and I traditionally think of it. Uh, so that money is not real anymore. It's really not. Yeah. So can we can we really afford it? Probably so, because uh, the, the game that we see them playing is all a show just for us. They can do it, uh, and but who makes the money? Where, where does that wealth fall? It doesn't fall into your hands, my hands, or the American public. The, the separation of government and its people is separating. Uh, maybe that's why Joe is going, I'm going to give everybody a 46% raise. Yeah, right. Not up to you, Joe, to make that decision, but, you know, I guess he could make it some edict, and uh, that'll, you know, because they're out there trying to buy votes right now. The uh, you know? administration, you see where they're looking into a mass vaccination campaign with the support of big pharma execs in response to an avian influenza pandemic yeah. that has killed millions of chickens in America. They want to vaccinate. <laughs> if they can't vaccinate you directly, they're going to vaccinate that little chicken over there. Oh. <laughs> Come here, chicky, chicky, chicky. I've got something for you. You know, it's a, they're doing a lot with chickens nowadays. I mean, all of a sudden you hear uh, about all these different uh, chicken farms burning down, and you hear about uh, they're changing the uh, the feed for chickens, so all of a sudden they're not laying as many <sighs> eggs. And now they're talking about the avian flu, like uh, they're going to give the, uh, the chickens a shot. I mean, for conspiracy theorists out there, we always like to drop a little something for them. For the conspiracy theorists out there, might this be an indirect way of getting you vaccinated? I mean, think about it for a second. You won't go get the vaccination voluntarily, so we'll put it in your Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Hey, you know what? I'm going to go to the diner. I'm going to get a couple of fried eggs and uh, some biscuits and gravy. Yep. You might want to take a metal detector, you know, little <laughs> hand ones, security ones, and yes. go over your eggs. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. What's in the eggs? That's ah, <laughs> microorganisms. You're going to love them. They think of their, yeah. the chicken fingers, are oh, they're delicious, really. <laughs> oh, they really are, yes. yeah. So, uh, I, I, and, you know, by the way, the makers, from what I understand, of uh, the vaccine for the chicken is Big Pharma. Isn't that strange yeah. how that works, you know? Uh, Again, that money tree is shaking leaves, but it's not falling in yours or my hands. It's falling into Big Pharma. Who owns Big Pharma? Who's going to profit from that? Uh, who owns the military machine? Who's going to profit from that? Uh, that's, you know, so on and so forth. But they are trying to, with taxes and different little things here and there, because they know there's an election coming up, uh, the new uh, elect government, our governor of uh, Pennsylvania, uh, which I'm going to say, yeah, if he does it, I'm happy with it. They want to do away with your cell phone tax. I mean, that's 30% of my cell phone bill. Mm -hmm. So if you got a $100 cell phone bill, 30 bucks just went out the window when they do that. Well, let's, let, that, Why that is he doing it unless he's buying a boat? Well, who knows what's going to happen? I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, you know, we, we're still being told that uh, the senator from Pennsylvania is doing a lot of work uh, in the uh, well, hospital, you know. Uh, you've seen Kahneman. the pictures, haven't you? Absolutely. I mean, you know, this guy, when he was running for office, he was a bum. He wore hoodies and baggy jeans. Now he's in the hospital 
looking very political. Oh, yes, nice right, suits. yes. Well, uh, he also looks incredibly gaunt, which is uh, which is tough. I mean, he he's obviously not eating. This is a guy who was a big guy when he was in uh, the mayor of Braddock, but yeah. uh, now he looks uh, emaciated. Um, you see where a prominent D.C. lawyer who served in the Clinton and Obama administration was killed when a private jet she was on board hit turbulence while flying over New England. They, they landed in uh, Connecticut at Bradley International Airport, took her to uh, St. Francis Hospital in uh, Hartford, but she was pronounced dead. Uh, uh, she didn't have her, her seatbelt on, did she? I don't know. She, hit, apparently hit not. Pocket and poof, yeah. Apparently not, uh, but uh, now they're investigating it. They want to see whether it was... What the heck happened on that plane for real? Uh, because that doesn't usually happen, you know. It, I mean, he hit no, turbulence. No, but you know, it's probably convenient. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't, you know, uh, an Arkansas that went on in the plane. Well, that could happen. It happens at any at any any altitude. The governor of Tamaulipas in Mexico confirms that the four Americans kidnapped on Friday in Matamoros uh, have already been located. Among them, two are dead and one is wounded and the other is uh, untouched, unscathed. And apparently that's right across the border from yeah, the U.S. So they had they kidnapped four people and they killed two, wounded one, and the other was uh, unharmed. And uh, it, it was within throwing distance from uh, the U.S. border. And Joe says everything's okay down there. And the border is secure. And John knows what he's talking about. This yeah. is the guy that, you know, well, one of these days you're going to see him on stage, and all of a sudden you're going to hear, and you'll see a little crank going around the head, and yeah. his head will pop open, and Jack in the box will come out. He's the guy that pop everybody's making reason. fun of. If I only <laughs> had a brain. <laughs> hey, you know, you know his, uh, his Department of uh, Homeland Security guy, Mayorkas, you know what he said about. Uh, the, the border, huh? Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security, Congressman. Right. What a blatant liar. <laughs> All I can, day I mean, in and day, day out. out to secure it. Boy, uh, uh, enhance it. Now, my question is, have you seen Mayorkas recently anywhere on TV? I mean, we don't even know whether he still has the job. He's so, he's so uh, distanced. He's... He's not on camera much anymore. No, anyway. he's not. Hey, my friend, we've done it. Another show in the can. We should wrap it up here because I just looked at the clock and we're running a little long. Hey, my friend, uh, if you want to reach us, you can call us at 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. And then there's always that email thing, mail at itsanotherday.com. There's also mail at crnamerica.com, so either way, get in touch with us. Let us know who you are, where you are, and that you listen. And be, please, you know, share our show with uh, friends and, and whatnot. If you like the show, give it a like. Yep. And follow us and share us. That's true. Share, share, share. Be, be generous with your shares because that's how we grow in popularity. And we're growing. It's amazing. Yeah. People are finding the show from all over the world. And it's because of uh, things, people like you. People like you. Yeah. Hey, buddy, have a great day, and we'll do it again tomorrow. I am out of here. See ya. The Voice of Freedom.
CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?